second is more come on in all right this is going to be a fun little space um i do believe greb will be joining us as well um our favorite generative plotter artist on stargaze um but we can go ahead and get started uh right now and hear from sky magic uh we have a new uh a new version of uh of public works here so we're excited to hear about it Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining. Um, so I guess maybe you could give us a little bit of a history about, you know, public works uh, and yourself as a generative artist uh, before we kick things off on the update. Sure. So um, I studied game design in university, actually. So I've, I didn't realize, but I was doing generative art like back then. I've been doing it for 15 years. Um, and, and actually every game designer, uh, builder, developer is, is in the same boat and actually grew up, I believe also has, has some origins in game design. Um, and I was back in the day, I was like in the Tumblr days, I was making animated GIFs of my, my generative art and I had to fit the the artwork in under two megabytes. So I was getting really good at optimizing GIFs and all that. And that was really fun. Um, and then I, f I got into crypto and NFTs and then I saw art blocks and a light bulb went off. Like you can use crypto to create art on the fly. And so I started, um, I created a Hyperion token on Ethereum. And then right after that, I saw that Stargaze was coming out with this new blockchain and I jumped on it and I created a Hyperion collection from there. But that was all manually created. You know, it is generative, but I had to pre-generate the thousand tokens before I uploaded all of the metadata and images. And I actually, I wanted for myself a tool like Artblocks, but on Stargates. So that's why I created Public Works. Um, it, it is a generative art platform that can create NFTs on the fly based on code-based NFTs. So generative artwork, is basically a website and it takes in this random hash based on the the mint transaction and then the website takes that seed hash and 
turns that into artwork. And then the public works backend takes a snapshot of that and that becomes the NFT image. And then it actually interacts with the blockchain to store that metadata back on chain. So it's kind of this web two, web three hybrid platform that allows you to turn websites into generative artworks. And there's so much more you can do because it is a website. Um, that's why I was so excited to see Grub's new project, which is a multimedia generative artwork, where it's it's not just pure code, it's also bringing in photography and remixing that with code. So um, yeah, Public Works is untapped, in my opinion. There's a lot of possibilities there that I'm excited to to see in the near future. Yeah, it is pretty exciting. Yeah, you were the the first person who did generative art really on on Stargaze, and you actually like brought the the platform to Stargaze. Um, was this your first project in Cosmos, or did you have you done other works before Public Work works? Yeah, this is my first Cosmos anything. So I I learned Rust, I learned uh, Cosmosm, and yeah, built some basic smart contracts for uh, the V1 of Public Works, and then launched Helio with those. And then I released kind of fast follow up to that. I released the actual Public Works front end so that other artists could create um, similar collections. And it's open, so nobody, there's no, um, it's unpermissioned. Anybody can use it. Yeah, uh, Greb. Well, yeah, what's your experience been on on public work so far? Thanks. C can you hear me? Yeah, sure can. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> because I I had some technical issues. Hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, it has been really great. Um, well, where where do we start? So yeah, I mean, when you said the public arts, uh, public works, sorry, public works art was the first on Stargaze, it, I think it's even on the whole Cosmos ecosystem, right? Like it was the first. Yeah, that's what I've been told. And I mean, yeah, it's it's maybe even the only only platform that exists today in, in Cosmos ecosystem. I mean, there's not so much generative art on, on Cosmos today. And I, I, I will be, it's really great to have more, <laughs> more artists joining us. So if people can hear this shout out, because well yeah it's a very great platform uh i've been playing with many different blockchains uh, and public works is very good i mean it's as good as fxh fxh is very very popular in in generative art uh, ecosystem so it will deserve the same love uh, i think um and yeah, so I was very great, grateful to, fi to find this platform uh, to target uh, Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, it was 18 months ago, or actually a year ago, when I released the plotable uh, Golden Trains, because we, it was initially a collaboration with, uh, with, um, with uh, sorry, with validators I, I know. And, uh, and we want, they wanted me to, work, to create art. Uh, for 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 their uh, stakers, their stakeholders. How do you say that? Like there are the people who, <laughs> who who validate, uh, who contribute to the yeah, who 
who voted for them. So yeah, they wanted to do a small giveaway for them. And, and then I, I look for solutions to, to do generative art on, on Cosmos. And, and there was a solution. I, I, I'm so glad it exists. And Sky Magic did, I think you did it for yourself first, for your, for your first project. And, and you offered this platform uh, more generically. So anyone, any artist could also make their, their own on top of, of the platform because it's actually quite complex to build something from scratch. And, and yeah, it's quite a relief to have this platform. I mean, we, we try to optimize our time, so <laughs> for sure we could do everything ourselves, but yeah, that's taking quite a lot of time. So yeah, I was very grateful to find all these, uh, all, all new collectors uh, from this ecosystem because it, it, like Stargaze community is, is very, very engaging and it, like in terms of su successful, I think it was my best success last year because in terms of position, positive reception of the project and I had a lot of a lot of fun plotting uh, all these postcards and giving them away so yeah, it was a very very cool uh, experience for me last year and then I was yep. lucky to meet uh, to meet Pajon uh, and, and then we did this collaboration uh, that we released a few weeks ago indeed yeah I wanted to ask about your collaboration also by the way I love my uh Potable trains print. I'm so grateful that you were able to ship that out to this to the US. Um, so your your new work, I I know you already had a, a spaces on it, but I wanted to ask you some questions because I, I love it and I just keep minting more. <laughs> um, I'm looking at number three three six right now from analog patterns and i just love this one so much it, it was uh it just took me when i saw it i love the texture on it which i believe that texture is coming from the photograph source yeah. and but you layer on these lines of primary colors I think there's only three colors in there, but it, it creates yes. a more complex color through through all these layered lines. I just think it's so beautiful. And yeah, I just wanted to know, like, what is the origin story of your collaboration with Pajon or Pajon? Yeah, where, where do we start? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a lot of uh, a lot of chance. I mean, uh, it's very lucky to find. Uh, to to that we met because we are like in very very different uh i mean uh techniques so i had worked two years ago on, on this concept of uh, mixing photography and pen plotter and how to how to move from the pixel world of 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 photography, uh, like you have a very, very pre precise pixels and an image is, is quite a lot of data and like moving away from this data and making it a bit more fuzzy, like changing paradigm from pixels to strokes. So only, only, only filling the space with strokes is something that has been fascinating me. So this, this came from this inspiration at the beginning, but, and then, uh, what we, so we, we decided to work together and wh what we found interesting is this concept of analog versus digital because for me it has been a, a process an artistic process to to do back and forth so so like having 
something digital, then you, you move to physical with a pen plotter and very analog process. And possibly you can get it back again into to digital by making, I don't know, animations. <laughs> like this is stuff I've been fascinating as well. Uh, making animation of physical work. So it's like stop motion stuff. But uh, here it's a bit the same, like photography can be analog and you can print it and you can, and, and here it's like, we are doing this back and forth and like confusing a bit the, the reader and, and like you, you may not no longer recognize what the, the art is about. So it's going into more, uh, uh, like into the more um, organic and, and uh, like, how do you say, like unrealistic side of things, like abstract. More, more into abstraction from the from uh, something that was actually very very uh, visual and and at the beginning it was a photo an, act, an actual photo so you could really recognize stuff but then you we are like going to the blurry <laughs> part so yeah the the one you 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 liked about is made of uh, a photography of I think it's on the floor like with with a lot of tiles a lot of uh, how do you say that like tiles in the floor. Uh, so it's probably a path. I think it's a path in a, I think Pajon should, <laughs> should explain you better what, what is the background of this, of this one, of this photo that, that, that they provided. But then yeah, I, I definitely use it and repeat it. You can see it. We have repeat random repetition. So in this, like the idea of patterns and yeah, this was also, so I only talk about the analog part and that's why the name is very good because analog patterns, uh, speak about both the digital side and the and the, sorry and the photography um, so the, like the plotable side and the and the photography side because we we can do like with generative art we we play with a lot of patterns we can like repeat stuff and and, uh, and do like a packing of shapes and and you have like patterns with that but then with like in the physical world we have patterns we have like human patterns we have uh, nature patterns and so it's a bit the the, the <laughs> knitting point between these uh, these two approaches, yeah, these two sides of yeah, of the concept of patterns. <laughs> I love that you, I love the idea of translating between these layers or dimensions from from a physical photograph or like light from the pho- yeah. from the real world to a photograph that's rasterized, and then you're unrasterizing it. Exactly. And then turning that into uh, uh, small strokes, curves, and, li- and, yeah, strokes and, and, and choosing curves. colors as well. <laughs> yep. And then you are rasterizing that again, and that becomes the NFT. And then you're printing it, which is unrasterizing it again. <laughs> yeah. That's fascinating. I, I love that. With, with, this one will be, I mean, this, unlike the plottable mountain uh, trains they are uh, meant to be physically plotted with fountain pens inks so you you have even more randomness in that you have even more uh, ana- it's even more analog because the fountain pen inks can have, can be quite fascinating from one ink to another you you have very different uh, shining effects and and shading like it it can uh, reflect colors with a with a reflect light with, with different colors. So yeah, it's quite un- fascinating as well. And yeah, so, so we have yeah. chosen, uh, yeah, three up to three inks 
So it's composed of different inks and usually it's depending on the grayscale of the photo. So we chose a, a gradient of colors from lighter colors to, to a bit more darker colors. And then we, we just, so on, on the one you, you saw, it's using amber, like it's a, it's a bit of yellow orange ink. Then we have pink. And I think the last color is uh, Aurora Borealis, which is uh, some kind of uh, green turquoise uh, color. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think uh, NFTs and generative art are fantastic, but having a physical print or like, yeah, like bringing the That's NFT into the real world, it has so much presence. And like you're saying, the you get the qualities of light playing off of the inks or you have the size, like I printed out a few six foot prints of helio and they just take up so much space and presence and they're fantastic to to be around so I, what's fascinating yeah, also with the like fontaine pen inks is, is the accumulation of inks also will have uh, like darker effects so it's something you don't even see on the on the digital version but on the physical version you could have nice surprises on the accumulation of inks so it can came as uh, a surprise as well <laughs> I, I can plot you this one. I, I probably should plot you this one. And oh, I actually don't own it. I, if anybody owns oh, okay. it, let me know and I'll buy it. <laughs> I was just browsing all of them. Um, yeah, so let me know. I'll buy it. <laughs> uh, Sky Magic, can you tell us what the update on uh, Public Works V2 is? Uh, what's new in the new contract? Sure. So this has a number of changes. The The biggest change is support for Dutch auctions, which uh, are an important way to sell uh, an NFT collection. Like presently with like the, the candy machine style minter, you, you've just set a fixed price and you hope that it's priced correctly. And if it's not, the collection won't sell out. And that's a big bummer to both the creator and the collectors. So a Dutch auction is a way to uh, slowly decrease the price of the mint over time. And typically you'd set a high starting price and then it would have an ending price like whatever, you start at 2,000 stars and then it ends at 100 stars, for example. And that way, the market gets to choose the price. So uh, the collectors will start minting at the price they feel it's they value it at. And then as a whole, the market basically will mint at the correct price. And yeah, so the Public Works V2 contracts support Dutch auctions. They support multiple styles of Dutch auctions. So you can have just a linear decreasing price, or you can have it start really high and then drop much more quickly, kind of like an exponential drop off. Um, just different ways to customize how your Dutch auction will work. And also some smaller changes. The fees are 
much different. So there's no creation fee. And then the mint fee is just is uh, 4%. So I'm actually excited for the no creation fee. I think that will not only help encourage more creators to use the platform, but also I think it will encourage broader use of the platform because you can actually use public works in an not in the prescribed way. Um, so I'm hoping just more people will use it for to create tools, for example, to create new collections, to uh, just open up the possibilities to non-coders using public works. Additionally... Oh, what do you mean in the prescribed way? The prescribed way right now is very specific to coders so you you really need a coder in order to to create a collection on public works um you have to create a website and zip it up and that that website's driven by javascript that can uh generate the artwork based on that seed that i was mentioning before um and so there's a lot of integrations for example, there's this app called Cables, and it's kind of like Max MSP, if anyone's heard of that, but a web version of it. And it's basically a no-code um, creative tool. So you could create a public works artwork without coding a single line of, of JavaScript and then turn that into a public works collection. I also think there's ways to use public works backend without going through our front end. So I can create some APIs to do this, but I'd love to see tools that other people create that um, can drive the development of new collections because public works is at its core, it's an NFT creation tool. So you can say here's the metadata about my collection you don't have to have any images or metadata uh, like nft metadata you just specify at a higher level here's what my collection should do and then as people mint it generates nfts on the fly so a little rambly there but um i'm in ideation about some non uh like no code ways to utilize public works yeah, that's uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, if it's something that could be as straightforward as Stargate Studio, I think we'd be able to get a lot more people using it. Um, I guess I'm I'm un, I'm kind of unfamiliar with you know art blocks and FX hash on the creator side of things. Um, is that something similar to the, what they have over there? So, Public Works is modeled after FX hash and art blocks, but more more closely to FX hash because fx hash is um is itself modeled after art blocks but it's an open version of art blocks art blocks is like this curated platform where you have to um be accepted as an artist in order to to submit a project fx hash on the other hand is open to anybody and they they do have like some curation boards but anybody is able to publish their work there. 
Um, and then uh, FX hash does have some cool features like along the lines of what I'm talking about, like the FX params where you can, um, as you're minting, you can customize how the NFT will look within um, some certain bounds. There's still some randomness involved. Um, yeah, like things like that would be possible to build on top of public works without me. So it'd be amazing if there was some contributors who wanted to expand on public works. Most of it is open source. I'm working on on turning the back end in, into open source. Um, but what FX hash continues to do is focus on the creator. And I actually want to take a look at the collector as a creator. So bringing in non-coders and maybe even non-artistic people and, and help them create collections. I have this, it's an ideation phase, but I have this idea of allowing people to remix other collections. So they could, for example, in I saw Gruub's 336 token and I just love it. I want to fork that token and then create a collection based on that without having to actually code. I think that would be amazing. And uh, it's a pretty complicated idea, but it would like create this viral, fun, interactive nature to to public works and to Stargaze NFTs. Uh, have you seen people using uh, like ChatGPT or, you know, AI coding tools to help create generative art? Yeah, I mean, it's super popular these days. I have seen some AI collections on public works, but I don't think they are truly generative. I believe what's happening is people are creating AI images, putting them in a website, and then and then calling it a generative artwork. When in reality, a true generative artwork would not need an image at all. It would just have some code and like, for example, an embedded. Oh, yeah. I, I, I guess what I meant was uh, using, uh, using the AI to create the code if you are a non-coder. Oh. That's, yeah, that's possible. Um, I would love to see that happen because it's, yeah, it's complicated. Even for, for generative artists, it's complicated to make generative uh, artworks and getting any assistance or even end-to-end -end assistance would be amazing. I haven't seen it done. Yeah, well, maybe that's a, a tool that could be built into public works one day. Yes. That could be cool. Um, right now, let's uh, go ahead and get any questions from the audience for uh, Sky Magic or Grub or anything about junior art you guys want to chat about. Um, so, yeah, at Sky Magic right now, we have a lot of creators in the audience. If any of them wanted to, uh, you know, create a collection, a generative collection on public works, and they may not be, you know, coders themselves, what would be the best best method or you know how, how should they go about it well that's a good question and it's something i'm 
I'm trying to solve. It's it's a hard one to solve because without a coder, there's you basically need tooling to build something, uh, to build a public works project. I I'm trying to think of the best way to build that tooling, but um, as a like in the meantime, you could check out cables. I think it's called cables.gl or something along those lines. And that is a visual programming environment, as I mentioned. And I do have a public works um, integration there and, and I've tested it out. It does work. So that's probably the best place to start until I come up with a better solution because I would love to get more creators on public works. That's my number one goal. Um, it's just a challenging problem because of the nature of generative art where it really needs to be able to create new artwork based on that, that seed. And that's just that's the complicated part that um, in the past for traditional generative art requires custom code. But yeah, I'll uh, I don't know if I when I do come up with a solution, I will re I will uh, reach out on Twitter and be in contact. But um, yeah, just contact me if you're interested in public works and and want to want help getting started. Yeah, I think there's so many ways uh, generative art could be better. Like right now, most of the platform is are using this paradigm of hash. Like, like, like you seed you seed your RNG with a with a random value, and then everything diverges from that. Diverge from that. So that means essentially two two peaks from the generator are completely different and unrelated. But we could definitely imagine generative art in other form in other ways being more uh, evolu evolu evolutive in a way like, like the, the, I like your idea to fork from a, from an edition like fork from a, a variation uh, but you would have to design the system with that in mind but I was always fascinating by this by this idea that uh, a, a generator should be like moving in 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 space like moving in different dimension like You, you can imagine a generator as a multi-dimension uh, space. So this idea will be that if you have two points in the space that are very close to each other, the output should be closed. And if you have this, if you design your, your system with that in mind, you, it's quite interesting because then you just need to move to that space with a slight change and, and you can diverge uh, from, from one point. And yeah, I like to call this like gener uh, like uh, evolu 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 evolutive art, And like like it evolves <laughs> a bit like in genetics. I think we need to. I mean, this is one way maybe to achieve what you what you said. And uh, cables is very interesting. As, uh, it's like visual programming. You don't you don't need to code. And I mean, you may still need to code some part, I guess. But it's more like uh, that you have boxes and you can plug uh, it's a bit like generative audio like modular audio you, you you just have modules and you plug things into each other a bit like like in blender nodes if for people who know so yeah i think it's it would be amazing to have a platform that have this natively supported yeah yeah i love the idea of the like parametric um 
multi-dimensional art um, generators. That's a really great uh, starting point for me. Yeah, and then if you idea. have like the like the collector being part of that is even um, another idea that is very interesting and you could uh, you could choose like the artist could choose what is the boundaries of of freedom that the collector have and that means you as a collector i can i can do some choices but i can, i don't have a full control <laughs> over the results I, I quite like this idea because there were a few attempt of that in the past uh, there were f block art uh, very long time ago like four years ago uh, but this this one was a very opposite take it was like the collector could do anything he could choose any any outcome and mint from that outcome i think it's a bit too extreme you you have to find a, so yeah you have to find the balance between, <laughs> between this i think right like the if you give the collector full control, then you're actually giving up your your artistic curatorial taste as the creator. Yeah. So there is a balance there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it can be also very beautiful. I mean, that, yeah, there were a few uh, other ideas, I think, uh, in the past, like QQL, I think, was the name uh, two years ago or something. Yeah. I, I haven't really digged uh, a lot what it was but i think it was this hybrid approach as well okay i'll check it out um do you guys have um maybe any uh any advice or methods to attract more uh artists to try out public works <laughs> um <laughs> i think generative artists are a bit like unicorns they're pretty rare so um that's i mean I try and recruit all of my friends, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's really, it's really challenging to create a, a full generative collection like analog patterns. It's a big challenge. takes a lot of time. Um, that's why, you know, I think these no code solutions would be huge in attracting more, more creators. I think that's a good way to start, but yeah, I mean, I, I we need our we need the generative collections to sell out first of all, so that's a good way to attract more more creators to know that they can um, their works can also sell out, and other than that, I think I can just keep improving public works. Uh, it's the website's open source, so if anyone wants to improve it, you're welcome to contribute. Other than that, I I don't know if I knew, I would have done it by now. Uh, yeah, Grab. What initially attracted you to try public works? Sorry, what's the question again? What was the initial reason you decided to try public works? Was it just to try something new, like uh, an unexplored area, or um, was there anything in particular? Well, generally speaking, I've been uh, very enjoying uh, exploring different uh, blockchain in general, like trying to to mint on different blockchains. Like, what is the experience in in there? And and like, because like I, I knew Cosmos in the I knew, I knew Cosmos in the past because I, I work at Ledger uh, as a developer and and I know like Cosmos is quite robust. You have like a lot of uh, a lot of uh, 
very interesting concepts uh, with standard mint and, and everything. And I wanted to give a try there. And it's quite amazing to be honest. Like you, like the experience, I think it's better than, than Tezos. You, you see what you sign, you, you have much better uh, quality uh, in terms of uh, uh, like blockchain robustness and, and, uh, and signer robustness. I think there's much more, uh, like the ecosystem is more developed. So I would love to see uh, more artists coming because you, you, you are more safe. I mean, <laughs> I feel you are more safe because Tezos, you, you, you are still in this blind signing uh, for most of the signers today. I mean, I don't know all the signers, but yeah, anyway. Um, so this was one part. Uh, sorry, I lost my mind. <laughs> I lost myself in the question. What, what was the question? Oh yeah, for public works. So I, I needed to find a platform for um, for targeting stargaze because I was making a, a collaboration with uh, for stargazers. So public works was the only only solution there. I mean, I had two choices: either I I develop myself the contract and everything, or I, I find a platform that. Relieve me from this uh, from this uh, complexity and and sky magic build ones, <laughs> and it was like quite quite robust because you already had all the backend. Uh, like it's something I I loved on FXH that you can do everything from like without having to contact anyone. You can do everything uh, in a standalone way. You have all the back office. You can do all the process, push your code, and and, and then you. You can test it. You even have a test net uh, on public works. So yeah, that was quite a nice uh, experience as a creator. Uh, what else I wanted to say? I, I forgot my uh, <laughs> what I wanted to say, but I hope I answered the, <laughs> the question. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, the, the paradigm is, is <laughs> the paradigm is very close to FXH. So I, I mean, my uh, in. Uh, it was easy for me to move uh, from uh, from my uh, I do say like the mind the mindset of a generator on FXH can totally map on on this platform. So I think it's a plus for people uh, who are used to that. And one funny thing about my work is I do most of my work with uh, Rust Rust language. So I could I could have used Rust directly on the contract, but uh, I think it's quite problematic the fact you don't have a floating numbers and, and stuff like that, it's quite limiting. I mean, it's much more constraining. So I use Rust and then I target the web. So that's using WSIM as well. What's them? Sorry, it's, a bit, it's going a bit technically, <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically we, I use Rust. So it's quite funny that the backend, like the, the contract, the blockchain side is also made in Rust. But constraints is also something uh, we like as artists and and when you are talking about art blocks, also we, we have to remember that art blocks is very very uh, constraining. You, you can only do JavaScript and you can only do it on chain, which also force you to to encode it in a very very minimal number of characters. So it's very technically it's very very high uh, and constraining. And for not so I mean for no reason I, I feel I mean it's it's a I don't know. It's an opinion, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think it's a constraint. Well, it, I mean, you have this this constraint, and you have to work with that. Uh, the sometimes reason we is don't so want that the, the code is on chain. On chain, so yeah, you can you can recover it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And but then, if recently made made on chain with a 
with like the zip, so you could do anything. I, I, I actually pushed an on-chain project in Wasm on FXH, so it's it's a bit better, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think I mean I, I like this. It's uh, it's a bit of an, an hate and love, <laughs> you know, relationship I have with this kind of idea of, of uh, JavaScript crushing, like like compressing, like hacking the language as mu as much as you can to to minimize uh, the number of characters. I actually really yeah. love this, but it's also artistically speaking, even more, even harder to make a project in that. So it's not helping you <laughs> on the way, but, uh, it's also very cool. I mean, I like this idea as well. So yeah, <laughs> you, have to your, you have to choose your constraints. <laughs> That's right. But you know, analog patterns is a multimedia project. Yeah. It has it photos. Yeah, you just can't do that on chain because these exactly. are rasterized photos. You can't store photos yeah. uh, that size on chain. I mean, you you could do it in a hybrid way. So you could have like the photos still aside and have the code, uh, but it's not fully on chain then. So yeah, you, you will be right. stuck. Right. I mean, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I like FX hash and public works style because, because you can do a lot more. Yeah. There's far fewer constraints. The main constraint with public works, and I believe it's the same on FX hash is that you cannot get external data. So everything has to be self-contained. So all the images, all the whatever data needs to be, embedded into your project and yeah. i like that idea it is a minor constraint but you know you could imagine an nft that's even more dynamic that gets it fetches like the weather um from uh some external api and uses that to render the image i believe there was a platform i can't remember the name of it a few years ago that, that had yeah, that you, capability if you have, yeah, to build that, you have to to think about the input and to to build the, the platform to allow some input to go through. Yeah. So yeah, you would have to. That's right. But yeah, that makes the architecture a bit more complex then, because Stargate yeah, will mean, need to render it with the input as well. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because you're not only uh, needing to access that and those APIs from the public works backend, but from every person who views the NFT, including mm. on the Stargaze site. So yeah, there's some risk there. Yeah, right now public works just blocks all outbound API calls and web calls in general to keep it all self-contained. Yeah, which is good, yeah. yeah. Um, there were also two other um, kind of not um, notable updates to public works, right? Um, one to lower the price and one to mint more tokens. That's right. Thanks um, for mentioning that and reminding me. Yeah, so you can you can change the price at any time. So you can you can even alternate from Dutch auction to fixed price. I just wanted to give creators maximum flexibility. Um, and then you can mint more than one token in a transaction so you can finally set the quantity to more than one and that will just work so you can mint on stargaze doing that or you can mint on public works 
By the way, yeah, if you're doing a public works Dutch auction, um, you're gonna want to have your your users mint or your collectors mint on public works because um, the website will show the collector all this information about the Dutch Dutch auction because it might be, you know, maybe the auction hasn't even started or maybe the auction is over, or maybe it's in the middle of the auction. That price is constantly changing. So you need to have um, this information exposed to your collector to understand how much the Dutch auction is currently going for. And then maybe it's too expensive at the current moment, so maybe they want to wait until the next price drop. The Public Works website will also tell you when the next price drop is happening so they can uh, mint at the right time. Yeah, so the, the, the linear Dutch auction essentially sets like a time interval, right? And then the exponential one just kind of does it on a curve automatically? Yeah, well, you can, um, that's, that's right, but you can also customize it even further. So in both the linear and the exponential case, you could say, I want the price to hold for five minutes. So um, it would start at 2,000 stars, and then it would hold that price for five minutes to give people a chance to buy at that price. And then after five minutes has passed, it would then drop to the next price, whether it's linear or exponentially dropping. They, um, it would reduce the price and then hold that, that lower price for five minutes and just keep continuing until the auction is complete. Um, which, by the way, I should mention, I'm actually building a Dutch auction for Stargaze Minters. So I will, uh, it's coming soonish uh, i'm just working on the smart contracts so for um non-generative nft collections you will be able to add a dutch auction to your your um minter yeah i know a lot of people are gonna be excited about that and use it um there is one very important collection that has already used the the price reduction or reset feature and that is your collection helio that's right yes so thank first of all thank you for everyone who minted that a, a long time ago um there's about 30 of you so much uh, appreciation to you guys i that was originally at 2000 stars and i've lowered the price to 200 i believe yes yeah, so that's uh, that's a pretty big discount, and you can also mint multiples in in one go. So uh, people can try that. Do you um, do you have any other plans or ideas for another generative art project? Well, I have tons of ideas, but I'm actually expecting a baby in June, and I also want to improve public works so at this time i'm not planning another generative artwork um but like someday of course because i can't not create generative art it's in my blood 
but um yeah i mean i've I've still been creating generative art but just on the side just uh basically for myself and i have access to this six foot printer so i will i am um making artworks for that but the nft side it's so time consuming that i'm just um not planning on on doing an nft um for a little while yeah we'll uh focus on minting your current collection out uh-huh. and uh still looking forward to the other updates on public works thank you yeah i i would just love to see more creators using public works so that's really my my main goal just to bring more not only more generative art but just more more art to stargaze in general so i'd love love to encourage that yeah if we've got any artists um creators here who are curious about generative art or public works and how to get started now is a a great time to to come up and ask a question also feel free to leave a comment on the thread here and we'll get you guys answered uh is there anything else about uh public works or this new contract that i may have missed that you want to mention let's see i believe we covered all of it so no creation fee which is pretty pretty big deal and then obviously much lower minting fees it's down from 25 percent to four percent and yeah, I mean, just improvements to the website. I've just made some some minor improvements to how fast it loads. Uh, as additionally, I have improved the um, the duration. So once you mint, there is some time where it's it's running the backend to render the NFT and store it on chain. Um, I've just made some improvements to, to make that a little bit faster. So it's, it's used to be like a a minute and it should be less, more like 20 seconds or less now. Okay, great. Um, looks like we have a Jacob here. Welcome, Jacob. You got a question or comment for us? What's going on, Have you thought of any way like to combine that with like norm, like regular NFTs in a way to kind of like let the nft update over time without any input from like the the creator more like on-chain stuff well i mean i i think it's possible to do that you can um use public works similar to how gruweb did it he put 100 images in the collection so with traditional nfts it's you know a number of images corresponding to the size of the collection. Um, I believe you could, and actually, yeah, I did experiment with this uh, using hash lips. Uh, I built a kind of prototype hash lips integration with public works. So you can generate traditional NFTs with public works. And what I wanted to add to that so that it's hash lips, but 
more is adding generative elements like you're talking about. So, you know, imagine um, a bad kid collection built in this way, but the hair, I don't know, like the hair, the hat color is actually um, not just the colors, the pre-drawn colors, but it could be run through a filter where the colors even has any color uh, of the rainbow uh, access to, to more colors or filters or, or anything that the code wants to do. Yeah. So yeah, it's possible. And I have, I do have this hash lips template on my GitHub. If you want to check that out. I'll check that out. Because like what I was thinking is like uh, uh, something like that, but like more on-chain interaction. So you can like incentivize people to do stuff on-chain. But and like the reward is kind of like you level up your NFT or something like that. But you say that's in your gift, right? So I'll definitely check that. Yeah, please do. Um, Public Works does not support custom on-chain stuff like you're talking about, where there's actually, you know, maybe there's you can interact with it by sending money or, you know, more complicated smart contract functions. Those are not supported right now, but I, if you want to build something like that, I'd love to help bring it onto public works. So I'll definitely reach out after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Jacob. Uh, we are getting close to our hour here. Um, Greb, is there anything else uh, you'd like to mention about uh, your love for generative art or <laughs> sneak peeks on any other projects you're you're doing? That, that will require uh, a lot of hours <laughs> to explain all the all the love for generative art. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm still experimenting. I, I'm sometimes streaming on Twitch as well, uh, the pen plotters. So I, I did one. Uh, uh, when was that? Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> I even forgot. But I, I, I did plot uh, analog patterns. And I will plot more more uh, analog pattern analog patterns outputs on uh, on Twitch, so feel free to join if you want. And this, usually I stream on Twitch and I do the I, the pen plotter is busy and and I code at the same time so you can see also the whole process if you want. And feel free to ask questions. I always I'm always happy to to answer and explain everything. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, events we did in Discord was when you came in and kind of ran through your plotter for <laughs> about an hour and did some uh, some uh, fun designs. Yeah, it was real fun. All right, cool, guys. Well, uh, this has been a really great conversation. Uh, thanks a lot, Sky Magic and Greb, for coming out and discussing generative art and Sky Magic for, you know, version two of Public Works. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Can't wait to see what you will cook up with next. And everyone should also check out uh, Helio now at a new discounted rate. So uh, thanks again for all the development uh, you've done and, you know, bringing Genera out to Stargaze and uh, Grab for utilizing Sky Magic's platform. Uh, thanks again, guys, for joining. And we will see you later this week. Uh, bye, guys.
Alright, thank you. Thanks. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives, and then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom over the impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap though the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and place Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats. And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each. Motherfuckers, fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tim Spaces <laughs>